I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, mamas, and welcome to episode 27. How are you doing? I hope that you are really starting to get into the spirit of the holiday season. I know I am. We just had our first holiday party last night in our neighborhood. It was a progressive dinner, and we hosted the entree portion, and it was so much fun. Fun. And today we are going to go pick up our tree and then do decorating after I'm done recording this episode. So I am really excited to be into December and be wrapping up 2018. I can't believe everything that has happened in this year. And I'm having a blast in design 2019. We are underway now, and the materials that we are working on this week are kind of blowing my mind. When I put this together, my intention was to put lots of value, like $1,000 worth of value into this week of training. This was inspired by something my coach had done, and that was her mission in it as well. And I just thought, what a better way to give back to my community and everybody who follows me. So I decided to put this together and it is amazing. So I hope you're in there and I hope you're loving it. Even if you are not in there, I would love to let you in on a little surprise, a little secret sneak peek that podcast people are finding out before anyone else. And that is that TBH inner circle is open again for registration so if you are one of those people who missed out earlier in the fall when it was open when i first launched it i want to let you know that it's open again and you can either sign up monthly or you can purchase a whole year for a very very reduced rate so if you're interested in hearing about that learning a little bit more you can head over to tbhcoach.com inner circle we just moved all the materials over to a brand new platform and it's kind of life-changing so I am really excited to have you check it out it is so streamlined and simplified I have everything super organized in there the ladies who are already in there are really loving the changes and just how simple it is to navigate around and figure out where everything is. So I would love to have you check it out as well. All right, why don't we dive into today's topic? This is something that I used to specialize in when I was doing life coaching, but I'll tell you what, this is a topic that comes up with every single one of my business coaching clients as well. We're gonna be talking about confidence. First, I want to talk about why confidence is important because I think a lot of us have some misconceptions about confidence and how to get it, what it is, what it does. So I want you to imagine this. Imagine walking into 
any room with your highest level of confidence possible. This could be going to a networking event with that much confidence. This could be showing up for a console call with that much confidence. This could even be showing up for a family holiday event with that much confidence in yourself and what you're doing. What would you do with that level of confidence that you aren't doing right now? Would you be quitting your job? I have a couple of clients who did that this fall. Would you raise your rates? I have a client who just decided to do that last week. Would you be starting a business? Would you be showing up consistently in your business in a way that you aren't right now? On a more personal note, would you ask that mom at the preschool drop-off that you secretly believe is your potential best friend out for coffee? I know for a lot of us, we see those other moms and think, oh my gosh, she looks like she would be my best friend. I love her already and I don't even know her, but I'm terrified to make the first move. Society has fed us a huge lie about confidence, that it means being self-absorbed, neglecting other people, and pretty damn unbearable to be around. I think we can all actually think of a few examples of this type of person. But here's the deal. The problem isn't too much confidence. Confidence looks like accepting yourself with your flaws while still striving for your personal best. It looks like giving yourself the amount of compassion and grace that you give to other people. It means having a clear vision of your purpose and your direction in life. And it means participating in healthy and fulfilling relationships as an equal. When all of those pieces fit together, you have a thriving life and you show up as your fullest and best self in the world and you are able to make meaningful contributions to the world. We need confidence. And despite the fact that it's really, really important, According to one study that I read, only 49% of women describe themselves as confident. That is less than half. Less than half of women think of themselves as confident. How are we supposed to be running the world and such without the fuel of confidence? Something that really bothers me out there in the world is this idea that you need to just decide to be confident or fake it until you make it. I don't know about you, but fake confidence never worked for me and it never actually came off as real confidence either. I don't know if I'm just a really bad actress or if this is just total BS, but I hate the advice to fake it till you make it. I think that there is inner work that needs to be done, not just slapping a band-aid on the outside. To gain the confidence that we need in our lives, we have to take a look at what's stopping us. I'm not going to pretend there aren't systems and societal expectations in place that contribute to the problem. This is absolutely true. But today, I'm going to be focusing on four things that we can control within our lives and ourselves that will give us more confidence. When we do this, we have the confidence to go out 
and do the work necessary to kick down those systems and societal expectations that are holding us back. All right, let's get into the four things that are killing your confidence. Number one, perfectionism. Ladies, your impossible expectations of yourself are holding you back and killing your confidence. We often think that perfectionism is just having high standards for ourselves or that it's somehow some kind of good thing that's propelling us forward, but perfectionism is straight up toxic. It means that disappointments and failures are interpreted as evidence that you aren't good enough and reasons to stop pursuing your goals instead of continuing to chase the goals and improve as you go. Perfectionism is damaging to your relationship with yourself. Imagine if you had a friend or a family member who expected perfection from you. How would you feel around them? You wouldn't feel safe. You wouldn't be honest. You would always be trying to perform. And whenever you failed at perfection, you would hide. You would lash out. You would turn to a lot of unhealthy behaviors in that moment because you would feel very unsafe and threatened. Perfectionism is also a trigger for procrastination because deep down we know we can't be perfect, but we still kind of have this expectation that we should be able to be. So instead of taking any action, we procrastinate. So you may be wondering now, okay, what the hell do I do about my perfectionism then? And I have one little strategy that has helped me immensely with my perfectionism. And this is just one tip. Of course, there's a ton of ways to do this work. And it's why coaching is so valuable and so important. You know, a podcast, a self-help book, even a course that you take online are not going to get deep enough to make lasting change, but it can start the ball rolling. You can start getting those results. You can start making these changes. So step one for perfectionism is giving yourself permission to do B minus work and accept what is good enough as good enough. So whether this is a B minus manicure, a B minus landing page for your business, B minus sales copy, B minus Christmas tree decorating, accepting that it doesn't have to be perfect is such a valuable lesson and a valuable gift that you can give yourself in this area. The second thing that's killing your confidence is your negative self-talk. I know you've heard me say it before, but our feelings are created by our thoughts. So if you are constantly telling yourself that you're not good enough, how do you think you're feeling? Not good enough and not good. You're feeling like garbage if you're telling yourself garbage things about yourself. You need to realize that all of our thoughts are optional, but habits mean that these thoughts that you've been thinking your whole life are going to continue to pop up for you. But... 
You don't have to believe them and you don't have to allow them to control you. So when they pop up, you can let them pass and not wreck your day, not create a ton of feelings, and not determine how you are showing up in the world. Step one to start combating your negative self-talk is to actually just notice when it happens. So when we're not super aware of our thoughts or the fact that our thoughts are creating our feelings, we tend to think that most of our thoughts are just factual observations about the world instead of thoughts that are programmed by all of our past experiences in our life and habit. So when the thought pops up and you notice that it's a negative thought, you'll be able to identify it as negative self-talk instead of just a true thing about yourself. After you've mastered noticing, then you can master saying something back to it, like no thank you or not today. Find the phrase that works for you to kind of take the feeling out of that thought and redirect your mind. It's literally like a child who is going to do something that they shouldn't do. Maybe they're, you know, reaching for something that you don't want them to play with and you pick them up and take them into the next room, put a toy in front of them. You're redirecting. It's not judgment. It's not punishing. It's a simple redirection and you'll do the same thing for yourself. Don't allow the fact that you have negative self-talk to be another reason to talk negatively to yourself. That is a really common trap that a lot of us fall into when we first do do this work. So I want you to recognize that this is just how our brains work. You don't have to judge it. You can just notice it and redirect. The third thing that is killing your confidence is having no direction or goals. Girl, I have been here. (laughs) I have been here when I have said, I don't know what goals I want to set. I am confused about my direction and where I should be going in life. And here's what I know. The more you sit in this place, the more you're going to tell yourself, I'm confused and I don't know. And those things are going to be like, printed billboards in your brain. They are going to be so distracting. They're going to turn into factual observations because you're making them come true. You're going to start to end every conversation with them because they're also conversation killers too. Do you ever hear anybody say, I don't know, and then you're just like, why are we talking about this? People get really frustrated with your indecision, not just you. Both your indecision about your future and your lack of goals, but also about where we're going to lunch today. I'm sure you have all been in this situation like I have, where you're chatting with your friend, you're going out to lunch, and you play this game of, I don't care, I don't know, you decide, I'm fine with whatever. We have all been there, right? When your brain has been replaced by a giant question mark, of course you have no confidence. There isn't room in there for confidence. You need to make some goals. So there are two steps to get 
much more clear and that clarity is going to lead to confidence. So the first one is about that I don't know where to go to lunch thing. You need to start making decisions. So be assertive and say the place that you would go if you were just going to lunch by yourself. Because if you were just going to have lunch with yourself, you would easily make a choice of where you wanted to go. But because someone else is there, the lack of confidence is making you not want to say it out loud. And the thought, I don't know, is making your mind totally blank. So get in the habit of starting to name where you want to go or whatever the question is and make those decisions in those situations. The second step is anything that's going to help you to start understanding yourself and what you want a little bit more. So this could be making a vision board. This could be journaling on a daily basis. Whatever it's going to be that's going to help you get some insight into what's inside. Because deep inside, you truly do know. I promise you have a deep well of inspiration and intuition about the next right thing that you need to be pursuing in your life. And it's the mind drama of I don't know and I'm confused and the lack of confidence that is leading you to this place of confusion. Stop telling yourself, I don't know, and I'm confused. Erase them from your vocabulary. Shift to something new like, I'm going to figure this out, or I'm going to decide. I've started doing this with my friends, although they for sure catch me when I forget. But when we're messaging back and forth, sometimes I'll be tempted to say something like, I don't know what to do about this. And now I'll say, I need to decide what I'm going to do about this. And it is such a empowering place to be. You still don't quite have the answer yet, but it helps you to get closer to the answer by thinking those things. It's going to lead you towards figuring it out. Whereas I don't know or I'm confused keeps you totally stuck. Okay, friend, there's one more thing that's killing your confidence and it's emotional isolation. Do you ever feel like you're totally surrounded by people every day, but no one really sees you? Yeah, you are isolating yourself. Having no support system or having a system that you don't really utilize at all is literally like trying to drive a car without gas in it. Humans are built for connecting with other humans. We are social creatures. And we need to feel like we belong and are accepted by other people and accepted and belonging with all of our faults and secrets and shame, not as some perfect shell, fake version of ourselves. So yep, improving this is going to take some risk and vulnerability on your part. But your quick step to connection is to reach out to a friend that you know you can trust and share something that's bothering you. If you need to, you can start the conversation with, I don't need any advice, I just need to be heard. That is a great way to set your friend up for success by letting her know what you need in that moment so she doesn't try to fix it. 
Also, check out last week's episode on making friends if you need to dive into this a little bit deeper. I spilled a lot of secrets about how I have developed and maintained friendships as an adult, and I think you're going to get so much from it if you haven't heard it already. Okay, mamas, I hope this has given you the tools you need to start growing your confidence right now. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you, and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business, and I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 